father of mine. Let's get my dad on here for you. Where have you been? You know what? Just close my eyes. Hello. Dad. Hi. How's How you doing? It? I'm doing okay. Are you are you uh I are you doing okay? I mean, did you wake up and have your coffee? Oh, coffee is being made right now, but I haven't had it, but all right. Okay. Now I uh I understand you were fast asleep. Do you remember when we talked 20 minutes ago? I was not fast asleep to begin with. I was kind of <clears throat> in doldrum. Okay. But but now you're up and around and that's good. Yeah, I'm all dressed up. I'm ready to go. Okay. I think our clock has gone bad. You think the clock has gone bad? Yeah, it didn't go off. It's not keeping the right time. Didn't keep the right time. All right, you might need a new clock. In fact, I'm sure that the Zaniacs just purchased one for you since you said that, and it's probably in the mail right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can guarantee you there is a clock that was just ordered. In the last 10 seconds. Come on. Hey, with like a clock radio, right? Like a digital clock radio? It's, uh, it's not a radio. Is that a radio at the one? Well, I downloaded one today. Uh, just don't worry hey, about I, it. Come on, it, Eric. It ain't up to me. I, I'm with you. I wouldn't want anybody to send them to me, but they're, you know how they are, Dad. Well... Well, okay. I mean, this this we've had this clock for a long time, but it's a really good uh, good clock. It's a good clock, but it's uh, maybe it's uh, it's it's kind of uh, uh, past its prime. Well, I don't know. All right, I don't know. Joanne says uh, she's noticed some strangeness about it once in a while. Okay, maybe. So, uh, I don't know what it is. All right. I wouldn't worry about it. Cut it out. I don't want no gift. I'm with you. You, but you know how they are, Dad. They, I mean. Uh, if you said you needed a car, they'd send you a car. <laughs> God bless them. No, I'm doing well. I'm all right. All right. Well, let's start. Chris writes this. Dear Meathead, I'm 30. I've got a good job. I pay rent. All right. Um, should I get a loan and buy a house? I have my reservations because I'm single. Uh, what do you think? Should I should I buy a house or should I keep paying rent? Rent is like throwing money in the river. Yes. So if you can afford to purchase a house, purchase a house. It's the best investment in the world. Yeah. So when you it never decreases unless you demolish your house. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's foolish to pay rent if you can afford to purchase a car, I mean a house. Yes. No matter what you do, if you can do it, pull it off. Do, do it. it. Do it. And you'd be happy, proud. It's your house. You're cheap and neat and clean. And uh, when you have your company, you don't have to worry about making noise. Uh, it's your house. You can make all the noise you want. There's a lot of pluses about owning a house. And then hopefully maybe if you got in life uh, to get married and so forth, you already have a ready-made house. Yeah. All right. Or you can uh, later on sell it with a big profit and buy a bigger house. Yeah, that's how it works. 
That's the best thing in the world. Buy a house. Buy a house. (laughs) All right. Kenny writes this. Dear Meathead and Joanne, if you have a digital clock, do you prefer red numbers, green numbers, or blue numbers? Oh, that I got to consult my boss in here. What what color uh, for the digits, Joanne? I don't want them to send us a clock. No, they don't want to. They want to know. Yeah, they're up to monkey business. I think you guys are on some. Joanne thinks you guys are on monkey business. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I will. Uh, uh, that whoever said that is uh, is on notice. No monkey business. They want to buy their own clock. And I don't have a clue about the question he asked <laughs> about colors. All right. If you the were. The clock is a clock. What? Yeah, if you were looking at the numbers, would you want red numbers, green numbers, or blue numbers? Well, let's give them this. Blue. Okay. <laughs> well, now you've done it. You shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I mean, no, that's to answer his no, question. We're going to get a new clock today. Yeah. We get a clock today. Yeah. Don't buy no clock. Yeah, seriously. Guys, yeah. No, he, yeah. You must respect his wishes. He doesn't, he doesn't want a clock. Co- uh, I almost said something bad. He doesn't want a clock. Yeah, please don't. Okay. Because we got to shop for our own thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, Adam writes, uh, Meathead, there's a story going around about the guy who shot Ronald Reagan. Is uh, Well, he's been out of prison, but he's going to be, uh, no one's going to be looking after him. He can do whatever he wants. What do you think about uh, John Hinckley Jr. being uh, out on the street after he tried to kill Ronald Reagan in 1981? Well, you know, you really cannot understand a function, the function of a brain. Now, in that situation, I don't, in, in reality, now, this is probably the most foolish comment I can make in the world. I think they should have done away with him at that time. Well, he didn't kill Ronald Reagan. He just wounded him. Well, he wounded him, but he could have killed my president. Well, and he also, he shot three other people. One was a cop. Uh, okay, he's taking lives. Yeah, one of them died years later because of the injury. Jim Brady. Sure. Oh, okay. Uh, th- th- no, that that's... Uh, but uh, when people... Here's another thing. I'll say, I come from a country that if you kill somebody, you're going to be killed instantly. Instantly. They don't yeah, kill right you away. three days. But they hang your body for three days <laughs> oh, on the city center so the world can see it and learn from it not to kill anybody. I was just reading a story that in Afghanistan right now, there was a guy who murdered somebody, and they did that. And I, I thought about you. The, uh, oh, yes. Yeah. I, I watched them. I'm not killing them, but I watched them just dangling out there off the city. I mean, I was a little kid for Pete's sake. So Seems like that taught me a lesson. Oh man, Rob, you're never going to kill anybody. Yeah. I, I, I tend to agree about the, I think, I think we're a little too soft on these guys. All, all Absolutely. They... My God, we take them in and for 30 years, feed them, coat them, dress them. And then he gets old and dies. Now, what did people learn from that punishment? 
Uh, in fact, I think that that's a guy, because uh, someone else asked if there's anybody who deserves to be on the island. You'd probably put him on the island, wouldn't you, Dad? I think island is really answered. And patrol it, police it, make sure they never get out in the water and swim. To, uh, actually put him in the middle of the ocean that he cannot swim anywhere. So just kill him then? Let them let live there long enough to die to in any way or form or shape that they can die. All right. So hey, uh, listen, listen, this is a crime in this world, in this country, that uh, somebody kills somebody and we feed them, dress them, clothe them, and live forever. Um, so I took some notes on that uh, commentary, and uh, one of the things that stood out to me, Dad, was you said, you cannot understand the function of the brain. <laughs> Uh, Dad, Nathan writes says, Dear Meathead, Halloween is coming soon. Do you have any tips on scaring small children? Well, Nathan, that's been somewhat an issue in the years past with me about Halloween is uh, to come out to the door and get cookies and candy and all that and be happy and go away. Why would you want to scare the little kids? Oh, you did it. We did it. I did it myself. You dressed up like Dracula and they wouldn't even come up to the door. I have done that. <laughs> According to Joanne, yeah. I dressed like Dracula and the kids wouldn't come out. I, I remember I hid in the back of uh, the canvas uh, wall between the wall yeah. and the street. I hid and then the kids showed up. I come out there and scared them. Well... I mean, back then, I imagine you had drank like 15 beers ahead of time. No, that was early in the morning when I did that. No, it wasn't. It was night. Oh, my oh God. yeah. I know. I know what was going on. Well, hey, but uh, well, I learned lessons. I had to sit on the curb to give out the candy. Oh my gosh! So wait a minute. In your world, Halloween happens early in the morning. No, we had no way. Years ago, no, no. Halloween was. Uh, Oh, sometimes. I don't know. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. So it's rise and shine. Give me some pancakes. Trick uh, trick or treat. (laughs) Oh, boy. It's a bad start today. (laughs) All right. That's okay. How about this one, Dad? Dear Meathead, have you ever ridden a horse? Please embellish. Signed, Superfly D. Oh, my God. I have ridden a horse one time in my life in Canada. And I was fully grown man. I, no, I was pretty young but old. <laughs> I will never ride a horse because I couldn't even straighten my legs. <laughs> my crotch was in pain for days. Oh my God! I'm telling you, we we went to Canada to ride a horse, and we all did. Who was it? Four, four of us, or three, four of us. Yeah. And I, I thought I died. Oh, it was so bad. You, it was. You mean like the next day? The next hour. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's rough. So let me get this straight. You and three others went to Canada. 
you are a young man, but old, and well, and you're. I crying. mean, I was a young man, and I'm an old man, but young man that was yeah. stupid. But uh, and your crotch was in pain. Oh my gosh! And then I didn't know how to. You gotta write it in a special way. You come up and go down. I just sat on it like a lump of coal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta almost like uh, engage the horse so that you're. Well, any time I came down, I kicked myself. Oh, that's that's rough. And it hurt. Yeah, very very rough. Yeah, you gotta ease into it. There's a group of muscles on your undercarriage that you can't just like. Go on a, like a four-hour ride. You got to meet yeah. like 15 minutes on the first one and then take a break. Uh, I was one puppy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Michael writes, Dear Meathead, my friend is taking up weightlifting. I know you used to live weights. My friend, oh, yeah. my friend is extremely weak. Any advice so he doesn't hurt himself? Yes. First of all, you... Pretend you're lifting weight, but practice for about three weeks or so with just your arms, pretending you got weights on them. What? So like you're like, your legs are, are up and down, up and down, you know, with, just like you're, you're lifting up the weights. So with, with you're just like pushing the air? That's right. Just, just, just lubricating your uh, movements. Okay, so you're lubricate you're you're lubricating your movements by gently, not gently, but by arm. Pretend the arm you got weights on in them, on them. Aha! So you keep exercising. You know, you just like arm, like calisthenic. Oh, like uh, Jack Lalanne. Right. Do that. Do that. Ex- exercises. Acclimate your body to movement. Maybe touch your toes a little. Uh, do that uh, anything but the best thing is to raise your arms up and down when you're standing up or sitting down either way okay for, for a week two weeks all you're doing is lubricating your body or getting used to the movement all right i got this down air weights two weeks lubricate your joints no not lubricate lubricate the joints are lubricating itself when you're just oh. doing gentle movements yeah I, yeah i got it i i okay yeah and then lightweight for another week. Work with light weights. Gotcha. Five pounds, ten pounds. Uh-huh. Pretend that it's heavy. And then go to heavy weight. Then you were oh, so you're like working your way into it. Right. All right. But don't jump in it because believe you me, you paid a piper for a little while. Yeah, paying the piper is always a horrible time, Dad. We've covered it's that. Painful. Many- yes. You de- you definitely don't want to do that. Yeah, Piper never lasted too long. The Piper is a bad <laughs> thing. If you have to pay the Piper, we know that that's no, that nothing good comes from paying the Piper. Absolutely correct. Uh, Michael writes, Dear Meathead, you've been a huge hit on this show with your fans all over the country. Have oh, you, God bless him. He says, Man, I can't believe that. He says, have, uh, have you ever thought about going on tour? No. My tour is very stationary. <laughs> that would be uh, just staying in one place is what you like to do, right? I like what we're doing. Yeah, I'm. It, you know, it's it, anything different is uh, is you know we we kind of want to be consistent. 
sure. I'm really not a glory seeker. Oh, hey, look, I'm doing this, and this is great. No, no this is a great thing that we're doing right now. What's that? Just, just, just. Yeah, uh, just chit-chat. Five minutes or ten minutes a week. Yes, that's it. Nothing more. Nothing major. No no major commitment. Let's not, not, not make a big deal about it. That's right. Right. And I don't want to glory. I just want to be with my people. Yes. yes. They've gotten to be my people. They are your people. You are you are the king of your people. <laughs> Joins is the kingpin. Finally, John writes, Hello Ruben, I have a question. We have a small farm. We have nine pigs. We are looking to add another type of animal to our farm. I was thinking sheep. What would your suggestion be for our farm? Sign John. John, first of all, I admire you for doing what you're doing. I think that's a great thing. And I think sheep is a wonderful, wonderful animal to have. Because they're kind. They don't. They don't do any damage other than crap around and, you know, <laughs> and you got to clean them up. Uh, she, I, I, if I had a choice, uh, I'd, grab, I'd have a couple of sheep in my lot. I've got an acre of land here. Yeah, they could cut the grass. They could. Uh, do you want to cut the grass? Oh, yeah. So, uh, so basically what you're saying is I wrote it down. Sheep are wonderful because they are kind. They're just kind, awesome, awesome, uh, tempered uh, type of animal, you know. Even though they, quote, crap around. But so what, you know. Yeah. They need, they need freedom. All right. I like sheep, too. And then, you know, the uh, with sheep, you got to uh, uh, shave the wool off. You know, that's, uh, that's part of it. Because yeah, I know. Well, of course, I would, that wouldn't be my forte. I would hire yeah. somebody to do it. Well, it's. I think it's. I think you can figure it out. It's. Uh, you just get a pair of uh, appropriate shears, and uh, because otherwise, you know, their their fur gets kind of wonky, and it, it's it's not good for the animal. You got to make sure you keep them shorn. Well, not only that, I'm fearful that I hurt them or something. You know. Ah, you'll be fine. All right. Okay. Okay, well, that's it. Do you have anything else to wrap up uh, the uh, show today, Dad? Any other thoughts? No, no the only thing I want to wrap up is in a blanket. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's so cold out here. I'm looking at one final question that came in recently, Dad. Uh, this one from Craig. He writes, Dear Meathead, the love of my life is going through menopause. She's constantly complaining about uh, boob sweat. I'm a, I'm afraid to tell her that I like it because she doesn't like it. What can she do to help with this situation? Oh my gosh. I have no clue what I can say, but first thing I think if it's a perspiration, is that what you said? The, yeah, the uh, apparently the, uh, the woman is complaining about her boobs sweating. As she's going through menopause. Well, first of all, maybe medically you should get some advice to see if it's a normal thing uh, or what. But I I couldn't advise her in any of that stuff because I never had boobs. I don't know what it's all about. <laughs> so I think uh, you should uh, just deal with it. Have Maybe see a doctor. See a doctor, right. It could be a case of medical attention you know 
All right, I'm writing this down. And, I and if you see a doctor, don't see a man doctor. See a female doctor. Hey. All right, there you go. Sage advice from Dad. And the the, uh, the line, I don't have boobs. I don't know what it's all about. <laughs> yeah, I don't. No, that's perfect. The boobs I used to have is when I lifted weights. Right on, Dad. Okay, well, that is it. I really appreciate it. Joanne, you are the best. Well, thank you, honey, and yeah. we're looking forward to seeing you again. I'll see you in just over a week. We're going up north. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. All right. Okay, Dad. Joanne, love you guys. I love you too, honey, and have a great day, and hug your honey. Yes, I will. Okay. Okay, see ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya. And the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man on the moon. When you're coming home, Dad, don't.